Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. we got paid to talk to yeah yeah um actually i was thinking about it today for some reason i was thinking about ben kessel from last podcast on the left uh-huh. and how he makes so much money i'm sure is this like you know semi-famous podcaster yeah but does no work no like marcus and henry do so much like research and work and i'm sure are like running businesses and like being in charge of shit and booking things and yeah ben just along for the fucking ride he really is. and He's i never thought about it to show up and make <laughs> bad jokes yeah because i was thinking He's about great how they do if you're a patreon you can like watch um them record side stories yeah and i've seen some screen caps from it mm-hmm. and it's like henry has like waters and like notes and is ready and ben has like a rock star energy and just just reading shit off his phone and i'm like god damn it and y'all make the same amount of money see i never watched that because like i was gonna say i he i know he does some work for side stories but not a lot do you listen to like every episode of side stories i do i feel like it's getting worse where ben will just be like oh i just came across this story no it's not a good one yeah Bro, just on, look up man. two things. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of his charm, I guess. I guess. But I know, just that clip of like <laughs> Marcus interrupts himself. I don't even remember what episode it's in, but he interrupts himself and he's like, wait a minute, I just realized something about myself. In school, I did all of the work in all the group projects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I didn't want anybody else to fuck it up. And Ben's like, huh, kind of like you do now. And Henry's like, dude, don't don't, even, sh- don't, let, don't let on that, that if he knows, he'll stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> don't let him know don't let him know yes that's nothing has changed dude. that's the that's the whole podcast yeah yep well but here on replay rewind with meat wedge and bucket snake yes that's me and that's you we do an equal amount of work i would say i agree so you know what we've both earned our five dollars <laughs> <laughs> that is also true yes give us your money yes what? just kidding well Speaking of research, what are we going to talk about today? We are getting in our little time machines and we're going all the way back to August of 1964. Okay. How little is the time machine? <laughs> like what's as the leg room? room? What's the leg room like? Oh, it's as big as this room. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. fine. Can I have my blanket? Of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All the comforts of home. Yeah. Plus we have to take the microphones. Perfect. Like we have to. I was just imagining like Bill and Ted's where they're all squished. Oh, yeah. Well, in the phone booth. I don't want to do that. For one thing, we're not bringing anybody back with us. Okay. Because I don't want to be responsible for famous people. Yeah. Yeah. The butterfly effect and all that. Not any of these people that we're talking about today. Yeah. And I would like to be sat down. (laughs) So, (laughs) exactly. We're just going to, just this little pod cave is going to be our little time machine. We're going back to August of 1964 to talk about the things that happened 
then and you know what spoiler alert it's a lot of vietnam War. it's a lot of vietnam and <laughs> the beatles that's mostly, all we're gonna talk about really mostly vietnam yeah so if you're a new listener if your new year's resolution was to check out a new podcast that you haven't listened to and for some reason you chose this one what a fun resolution what a fun resolution first of all good job very creative uh you're a great person second of all let me explain the format to you every month we pick a movie a a children's movie sometimes when we watch them we realize they're not for children but they're marketed as children's movies so um we pick a children's movie that was released before the year 2000 we watch it we take notes we discuss it but leading up to that episode we are going to discuss the time period in which the movie came out so this week we're going to talk about the history of august 1964 and next week we will talk about the pop culture of august 1964 so put on your fucking bell bottoms and let's go yeah (laughs) throw away your bra oh Oh, okay absolutely not it was expensive this one wasn't, so, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so, some people who were born. This is the most exciting, I think, notable births that we've ever done because I'm like, I know who these people are. Right. Yeah. We've only done more recent movies. Yeah. So far. And all those people are so young that I'm like, who? Right. Who's the baby? But some people who were born in August of 1964 are mm? Adam Duritz of The Counting Crows. Yeah. Whom I love very much. I know you do. <laughs> so does Hot Toes. <laughs> I know more and more I'm realizing that we're like the same person mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. which is weird for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yep. I only like to surround myself with certain types of people. Hey, you know what? I'm lucky that I'm one of them. <laughs> oh. Um, August 2nd was Mary Louise Parker, who she's an actress. She's in a lot of things, most notably Weeds. Oh, She's the okay. main character. Yeah. She was in like the West Wing, ton of stuff. True. August 5th was Adam. I don't know how you say his last name. I don't either, but. Youch. Yeah, MCA from the Beastie Boys. Right, RIP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Damn. Uh, August 15th, Melinda Gates. Mm. Obviously, she was not born Melinda Gates, but she is Melinda Gates now. Yeah. <laughs> and August 27th, human garbage, Paul Bernardo. Gross. Was born. Yeah, which if you're not also into. rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rapper Paul Bernardo. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not into true crime good for you um yeah good he's on a you. gross murderer he's uh one half of the ken and barbie killers canadian yep. serial killer couple that we will never discuss on this show nope thankfully so and then some people who died and they in just august died. <laughs> of 94 were uh, oh, of 94 <laughs> oh gosh sorry okay and then some people who died in august of 1964 mm where August 9th, Flannery O'Connor. Mm-hmm. She was one of the most famous Southern Gothic authors. Mm-hmm. She's only 39. I know. She died of really lupus. Yeah. yeah. But she'd already written like a bunch of books. And, you know, it wasn't one of those where it was like, oh, after she died, she got famous. Like, she was very well recognized during yeah. her life, thankfully. Yeah. I'm going to have to look up some of her stuff. It sounds very interesting. I was reading a little bit about her and she said that she remembered herself in childhood as a pigeon-toed child with a receding chin and a you-leave-me-alone-or-I'll-bite-you complex. <laughs> I love that. I know. What a way to be. And that is the person who would go on to write Southern Gothic literature, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then on August 12th, Sir Ian Fleming died and he wrote James Bond. Yeah, but James Bond lives on. Truly. Well... <laughs> 
Did you see the last James Bond movie? No. Spoiler alert, they killed him. <gasps> I know. That's why he's so. coming back as a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> or Jennifer Coolidge, if I if my petition goes through. Oh, okay. No, wait, um, maybe I'm thinking of Doctor Who. Doctor Who is played by a black actor next time, I think. Yeah. That's cool. It is cool. Um, We were... Sorry if I spoiled that movie for anybody. It's been <laughs> out for a while. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but... But we were in the theater and my brother bought the tickets it was me and my brother and my dad went to go see it mm-hmm. my brother bought the tickets and he read the movie theater backwards and so he actually bought tickets accidentally bought tickets for row a which is the very front row mm-hmm. and i cannot mm-hmm. watch a movie in the front row i prefer to be in the very back because i don't like when people sit behind me yeah so we tried to find seats elsewhere but of course a lot of people had already picked their tickets so we ended up in row b okay and my dad was like i can't take this <laughs> i'm going to find a seat elsewhere Aww. so he went and sat like way in the back by himself for the whole movie yeah so then the movie ends and i turn around and i see him just like <laughs> coming down the stairs and he just marches up to us and he was like they killed james bond <laughs> so upset, which is fair you can't yeah how are you gonna kill james bond right anyway, they blew him up so well i'm sure they'll he'll come back to life or something yeah something as robocop who knows something will happen but i do know that daniel craig was just like get me the fuck out of this role please thank you and yeah four times i'm good yeah that makes I sense i want to go be a gay detective <laughs> benoit blanc <laughs> yes yes he's so wonderful he's so good i had never thought of him as i've never felt any sort of attraction towards him other than like he's a good actor yeah but with his little southern accent, I'm just like, I love you. I know, he's so cute. Apparently, yeah. um, for Glass Onion, which mm-hmm. is like a Knives Out mystery, yeah, he completely forgot how to do that accent. Oh, and no. the director was like, what if we just had you do a different accent for every movie and <gasps> we never explained it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I know. That's so funny. It would have been really funny. But then he like, I think he watched Knives Out and yeah. he was like, okay, I got, I got yeah. it. Yeah. He remembered. I sound like Foghorn Langhorn. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I thought was really good. Yeah. Um. Two thoughts. One, Surrey and Fleming published "You Only Die Twice." Yeah. The year that he died. Oh. <laughs> Which is ironic. So maybe he's still alive somewhere. <laughs> uh. Number two, I have a cute uh dad in the movie theater story. Oh, tell me. My stepdad and I went and saw all the Matrix movies together yeah. as they came out. Yeah. Well, the last two. Nobody saw the first one for some reason. Until it had been out for several years. Oh, and then yeah, everyone, it was one of those that was just like... It didn't catch on, on. For a while, yeah. yeah, for a while. But anyway, we saw the second two in the theater together. And in the third one, <laughs> there's like a fight scene. And my dad was just so into it that he stood up in the theater. <laughs> like he forgot where he was. Oh and he stood up and just yelled, Get him, Neo! <laughs> like he was at a sports game. <laughs> And it was so cute, but I was also like, Dad! (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I know. When you're a teen, especially. Yeah. It was was sweet, though. Yeah. What else happened in 1964? So, on August 1st, starting the month off wrong, they aired the final Looney Tune cartoon. Oh. Which, I guess, has to mean, like, the shorts that they did in front of, like, movies or something? I don't know. Because Looney Tunes very much still exists. Mm Mm-hmm. To this day, I mean, we know per our Space Jam episode that it went through like a big chunk of time where it did not exist. So maybe that's just what they're talking about. They stopped putting Looney Tunes on the air and then it wasn't until the 90s that they started making. Yeah. I mean, they were definitely on the air, but maybe they were all making new episodes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that Um, could be. 
And then the Warner Brothers cartoon division was subsequently shut down right after that, hmm. which it exists now again today. So it yeah, just must have been. Definitely came back. Yeah. That time I wonder period. if it didn't come back until the 90s, though. I think so. I mean, we talked about that in Space Jam where it's just like we think of the Looney Tunes as being an ever present mm-hmm. like force. Almost, yeah. You know, like yeah. huge. You can't ever imagine a time when the Looney Tunes didn't exist. But there was a big chunk of time where they just weren't around. Yeah. So. But I mean, the Animaniacs. I know. That was on. The WB mm-hmm. on Warner Brothers. Yeah, so they must have brought it back. Yeah. Weird. For a time there. Maybe if they'd have been around, things wouldn't have been so bad. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Just kidding. It was terrible. There's so much racism. <laughs> little little warning. There's so much racism in this episode. It was a rough time for everybody. It was a rough time. I would also like to say, we usually start this episode with, what were you doing in this Sure. Year? Where were you? What was happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, neither of us were born, of course. Mm-mm. But in 1964, my dad would have been six and my mom would have been four. Yeah. And my stepdad would have been two. Oh. My <laughs> mom, in in August of 64, my mom would have been just shy of turning seven. Mm. And my dad turned 15 wow. that year. Your dad's so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should we have your dad on to talk about the Vietnam War? (laughs) I mean, he was in it. I know. So, (laughs) hey, we could. (laughs) Do you think he would tell us anything? Sure. Yeah. He might. Just be like, so, Roger. Wait, we could give your dad a silly nickname. Oh, we could. (laughs) What name do you think he would pick? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I truly do not. It would be interesting. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Speaking of the Vietnam War. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. So uh, August 2nd, the first Gulf of Tonkin incident occurred, which was Vietnamese ships firing at American ships and then fighting back. There was a little bit of a gun battle in yeah. the Gulf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been my mom's fourth birthday. Oh, how yeah. fun. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> and then August 4th, uh, they got reports that a second attack had taken place. The second Gulf of Tonkin incident. Mm took place which was vietnamese ships firing on american ships and like in a, on a much bigger scale yeah and so they you know reported to the president they were like look they keep you know harassing us and he was like well let's fucking get them you know you are authorized to fire back in a retaliatory way yeah which kind of cemented the united states place in the vietnam war mm-hmm. like up until that point we were like well we'll see we're just gonna hang it back we're just kind of seeing what you guys are doing you know and at yeah. that point they were like all right now we're in it yeah and then apparently some 40 years later someone found out that that attack never happened (gasps) so that's cool as far as president lyndon johnson knew it was real it wasn't like yeah it was fake and he was like well it's okay it's a good excuse to attack the vietnamese yeah as far as he knew it was real it was just later when people were i guess looking at the transcripts of um you know messages being sent back and forth and yeah. translations and things like that they were just like oh you translated this wrong these two messages were mashed up into each other like that just never happened there there was no activity from the vietnamese navy on that day they were just like tending their wounds and repairing their ships and oh, we attacked them anyway so neat huh well that's probably fine yes you know it ended up great that's wild i know that's one of those things where it's like if you could go back in time, I wonder if you fixed that one thing, how many things would change? Yeah. You know? Yeah, truly. Like, but then maybe I never would have been born. So you never know. 
Am I not worth? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Am I not <laughs> worth? Those not all of... worth it. All the PTSD. Yes, was worth me being here <laughs> doing this. <laughs> I, you still would have been born. It's true. You'd be, you're fine. Yeah, I already went back in time. You're still here. <laughs> already checked. Here you are. <laughs> and then, so the Vietnam era, as far as federal law is concerned, with regards to members of the armed forces, started on August fifth. Yay! Woo! Welcome to the world, MCA. Aww. We've just entered into the Vietnam War. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Can you imagine? I mean, like, can you imagine having a baby that day and finding out that you, like, literally are going to war? Like, yeah. oh, great. What a world to bring this baby. I mean... I know there's always some shit going on, but I mean, literally, like, yeah, things like that declared happen. I'm sure all the time, but like, you know, having a baby on September 11th, yeah, like, is our country under attack? Yeah, are we safe? What's it gonna look like? Yeah, I know. Uh, declaring a pandemic when you just had a baby. Oof. Yeah, that's just like that's hard too. You know, in a in a different way, but yeah, can't imagine. No, thank you. Hopefully, whenever I have a child, everything will be magically better. Everything is just great. The day before, (laughs) it'll be like, everything's fine. Actually, all peace on earth was just declared. Wow. Welcome to the world. And all diseases magically cured. Mm -hmm. Welcome. (laughs) We can only hope. (laughs) Um, So August 12th, one of the men responsible for the great train robbery of 63, Charlie Wilson, Escaped prison with the oh. help of three other people. I think that prison escapes were my first foray into true crime as mm-hmm. a child. Yeah. I was definitely very interested in people who escaped from prison. Yeah. Didn't really care why they were there. Yeah. I was like, they're in prison. Not my problem. <laughs> but escaping. But how'd they get out? Neat. Interesting. Yes. I just I had a book about it that was like definitely, you know, mm-hmm. geared towards children. So it was yeah. very much like, you don't need to know why they're in here. Wow. But what? here's who, what they did to get out. Who sat down? I don't know. And was like, this is a great idea for a children's book. I don't know. I truly think I found the weirdest shit as a child. Because yeah. as I've mentioned multiple times, I read The Cask of Amontillado, but a yes. children's version of it That's in the first grade. so weird. And then, yeah, I had this book that was like, hey, some guys escaped from prison. It had those two brothers and their friend who like built plaster heads of themselves and scooped through the walls with their spoons. Oh, yeah. Was that? Flushed the dirt down the toilet. Uh, Alcatraz? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they never saw them again. No one ever saw them again. Yeah. Yep. Um, so anyway, Charlie Wilson was only four months into his 30-year sentence oh. <laughs> for he robbing this train. Senioritis real fast. Yeah. He's like, actually, this sucks. Yeah. And so he escaped and he 
was free for four years before he was recaptured in Canada in 1968 and then spent 10 years in a Canadian prison. Mm. And then they let him out and he moved to Spain. And then he was murdered in his own home in 1990. Damn. Karma, karma may be slow, but it do get you. It do get you. But yeah, he had 25 years where he was like, well, 10 of those he was in prison. But, but Canadian know. prison is probably fine. It's probably really nice. Yeah. <laughs> like lace doilies and yeah, 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 yeah. How ba- pillows. How bad can it be? Right. Truly. I think it's interesting that escaping from prison didn't used to be a crime. Yeah, they're like, well, it's you got out. It's human nature. That's on you. To seek freedom. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't considered, the escaping wasn't considered illegal. Yeah. Yeah. If they caught you, they could put you back. Yeah, right? you could you could be put back, but you would but never you be charged. charged. for a crime. Yeah. For escaping prison. Yeah. That's I think that's fair. honestly kind of how it should be. Yeah. yeah. Did you get out? Well, maybe our prison sucks. Yeah. Well. Thank you for pointing out the flaw. <laughs> Tell us exactly how you did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, also on August 12th, General Motors, Ford, and Chrysler announced that they would start offering vehicle emissions control devices on their 1966 models, which of course come out in 1965. Mm-hmm. Um, which is also wild to think about that before then you could just do whatever. Yeah, just be shooting chemicals yeah. out into the earth. Mm-hmm. And even, even in 64, they were like, well will have them they're voluntary yeah you can you know it's an optional feature on your car like a seatbelt. yeah it's just uh, you know talk about going back in time and being like wow how many things could we fix if we were just like hey you really can't just um spew you know yeah fuel into the air unfiltered yeah but lead paint still good yeah you should eat that (laughs) cigarettes unfiltered delicious did i tell you about that meme that i saw about like me full of microplastics and my dad full of lead and yes. my grandfather full of asbestos. Yes. All hanging out. Saw that. <laughs> like, yep. Great. That's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Um, on August 13th, two murderers became the last people executed in the UK before it abolished the death penalty. And they never reinstated it. Because I feel like that. in the US, it's always like they abolished the death penalty in Texas for three years and then yeah. they brought it back and then it went away. You know, like. Right. So it should, they've just never had it again. Not as far as I know. Nice. Good for them. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Also on August 13th, busy day. Mm-hmm. CBS buys the New York Yankees with 80% ownership. And they would later go, they were like, we're going to buy the rest of it within the next four years. And it actually in the next two years, they bought the remaining 20%. Which is just was interesting to me because I never think about like. A whole company know. owning a team. Yeah. Owning yeah. a baseball team. But it, I mean, it happens all the time. It makes sense. But. Imagine, I imagine every Yankees game was broadcast for the next like six years. Yeah, they did not do well. Um, under their ownership. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. And then like some six or seven years later, somebody else bought the team. They were like, "Thank God," because CBS does not know how to manage. manage a team. Turns out they're not baseball players. They are a broadcasting station. Yeah, they're great at television. <laughs> also on that day. Restaurant owner Lester Maddox shut down his restaurant called The Pickrick mm. rather than adhere to a judicial order that he had to serve black people. What? So he had been, throughout the month, he had been fighting this, like, it was going to go into effect soon. They knew it. And they were just like, you should just start letting black people in your restaurant. And he was like, absolutely not. He was like fighting it. He was like, I'm going to lose business if, you know, nobody will come in here, whatever, whatever. He's being a, obviously a dick about it. Yeah. And then... In the middle of the month, they were like, okay, you know, this has passed. You have to let whoever, you know, come into your restaurant. And he was like, no, I would rather just shut it down. So he did. 
Damn. Just closed it down. And then a little while later, he reopened it under the name the Lester Maddox Cafeteria because he was like, well, the order was only for the Pickwick. Oh, my God. So now I have a new restaurant with a new name, so it's not the same. And was he did really well for a little while because, you know, all these terrible white people he was very up. famous yeah, yeah so a lot of people were standing up for like, his oh, beliefs i'll go to that i'll support this guy and so he rode that <sighs> wave of fame for a little bit and then he eventually closed that restaurant in february of 65 so it was only like you know five or so months that he was successful there except yeah. then he went on to ride that wave of fame to become governor of georgia in 1966 jesus so, yay i just can't i cannot wrap my mind around some of the things in that time period it just seems yeah so foreign to me yeah to think that way to behave this way i don't understand i cannot comprehend like to behave that way absolutely and then on top of that to be backed by the law yeah in behaving that way you know it's one thing if you're just a shitty dude right which obviously is bad but we have you know and i don't understand that either but to to be like oh the law says that i can deny you entrance to this place i don't know it's yeah. just like what based on your skin tone it, yeah i mean i know we're not breaking any ground here by being like racism what but it, it truly is just so well it's just wild that, yeah that, i mean the 60s you know it's the civil rights movement almost mm -hmm. the civil war mm -hmm. you know the 60s are the civil rights movement it was you know top of mind for a lot of culture, a lot of people, all of society, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's on top. It's still on top of mind for a lot of people, of course. Yeah. But just to think, just to even live in a world where serving a black person food is controversial is right unimaginable to me. Yeah. But I mean, we still live in a world where, you know, some people wouldn't make me a wedding cake. Yeah. So. It's true. And I mean, you know, if you go farther south, yeah. you're going to run into people who still are like, yeah openly you know have animosity towards black people so it's better but you know yeah it could be a lot better yeah anyway we shut could... down his whole fucking restaurant that's insane and then became the governor <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> so let's leave the 13th on august 16th oh good the cia cut <laughs> all their ties with one of their spies named michael golanewski who used to be a Polish spy mm. and had been feeding the U.S. Polish and Soviet secrets. But then they were like, hey, turns out you're a crazy person because he told the New York Times that he was actually Prince Alexei Romanov. Oh, shit. The true heir to the Romanov family. He's like, I didn't die. And they were like, "You, he did. Alexei is dead. You are not him. You're a crazy person. What if he was? Did they prove it? Did they prove that he wasn't? I mean, they found Alexei's body with his dad. What if it was a different body? Just they weren't dude. doing DNA testing back then. <laughs> no, but they've done it now. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I just found some child. I don't know. I, I, I mean, we just I know. covered this last year about the family. It was they knew for sure that Alexi was dead, right? Or they didn't know if Alexi was dead or not. Yeah, there was one of them that they weren't sure because he was like buried somewhere else. Well, obviously one of the girls because they were like, could Anastasia still be alive? Right, right, right. That's but I don't was, remember yeah. if Alexi's body was also missing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it clearly wasn't a known fact or he wouldn't have been like, no, 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 that's me. Yeah. Anyway, they were like, we just don't want to. We can't trust you as a spy. You're clearly bonkers. <laughs> you, you've you been living a triple double life. How can we trust you? <laughs> right. 
on August 18th, the International Olympic Committee banned South Africa from participating in the Olympic Games because the government, the South African government, upheld the South African Olympic Committee's decision to not allow non-white athletes to compete in the Olympic Games. And they're, the guy in charge of their Olympic Committee said they had no intention of changing that policy anytime soon. And so the Olympics were like, well, then you can't play. It's pretty fucking simple. Yeah. That's fucking like, wild. What the fuck? There is so much racism. I know. In August of 1964. It was really bad. Jesus. On August 28th, the U.S. launched their first weather satellite, the Nimbus 1, into space. It was only operational for 26 days, but during that time, it managed to transmit 27,000 images back to Earth. And since August is like hurricane season mm. in the Atlantic, it got a lot of pictures of Hurricane Dora and Hurricane Gladys nice. and got to send them back from space, which is pretty tight. That is cool. And also convinced 60,000 people that they did not see a UFO. It was a weather balloon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Just just a weather satellite. Just the sun reflecting off some methane gas mm-hmm. in the weather balloon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the Soviet Union also launched a, we- a weather satellite, but it was, I guess, pointed the wrong way. It was not able to transmit any images back to Earth. Damn, did you include this for the sick burn? Yeah, fuck you, Soviet Union. <laughs> Get dumped on. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Space race. United States, yeah! <laughs> Y'all Honestly, can't even look at the weather. The Soviet Union did so many things before we did, yeah. as far as space was concerned, but mm-hmm. we got to the moon first, so we were like, the Americans won the space race. Yep. We got to the moon. We did it. Which is in space. Mm, I'm sorry. Whose flag is there first? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Stars and stripes for everybody. <laughs> oh, that's right. No one's because it's fake. It's fake. <laughs> the moon is hollow. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> um, and then on the last day of the month, August 31st, Lyndon Baines Johnson created the food stamp program. Ah. And at, at that time... Americans could pay $6 to receive $10 worth of food stamps. Oh. So the government covered 40% of their expenses, which was was pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know that's how it started. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So there we go. What a shitty time to be alive. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there were fun things happening. We'll talk about some of the more fun things that went on next week. Yeah. But like, damn, so much racism. And like, I knew that, but like, holy shit. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, there were other things that I didn't include. There were these three like civil rights activists who were murdered and their bodies were found mm. in August. And it's just like bleak. Stop. stop it. Pretty bleak. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, we were putting stuff in space. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Uh-huh. We were attacking Vietnam <sighs> and treating all non-whites poorly. Yeah. Also, uh, JFK's grandmother died in yeah. August, and she was was and remains the only living grandparent of an incumbent president, which is kind of interesting. Oh, like no other presidents no other- had a living grandparent when they were elected? Yeah. Oh. I know. Um, and she obviously, JFK died the year before, but they just didn't tell her because they didn't want her to be sad they were like we thought that telling her you know that he was dead would hasten her own death so they just didn't tell her for a year the fucking kennedys man i know (laughs) i mean rosemary yeah 
being lobotomized. Yeah. And I'm just not telling anybody. Yep. Her we just don't talk about her. Didn't yep. know where she was. Nope. Her mom didn't see her for 20 years. I know. Did you know that? Yeah. The whole thing is just really sad. I know. I, this, I mean, the 60s is when lobotomies were, you know, still around. So I guess we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But lobotomies freak me the fuck out. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like thinking about. I can listen to so much fucked up true crime stuff, but I think when it comes to a medical professional that you should trust, yeah, like fucking around, yeah, messes with me, dude. Yeah, well, and even not to get too graphic, but here we go. Maybe skip ahead a minute or so. The idea of pushing your eyeball out of the way to get to your brain, like I'm less grossed out by the concept of cutting open one's skull than I am just like, uh huh. Well, let me push your eyeball because you got to be awake. For yeah. any brain things mm-hmm. going on. Yep. And then they just fucking poked around until you stopped making sense. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> yep. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, the Kennedys are fucking whack. The Kennedys are an interesting group. It's true. Anyway. People. That was the 60s. So that was the whole 60s. No, that was <laughs> August 1964. There's one good thing that happened. And that is that Mary Poppins came out. Mary Poppins came out. And that's the movie that we're going to talk about this month. So y'all have that to look forward to. Yes. With the backdrop of Vietnam beginning and racism and all the other bullshit going on. At least we have Julie Andrews. Yep. And Dick Van Dyke. And Dick Van Dyke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just remembering the the Tumblr (laughs) post that you said you saw where someone was like, (laughs) <laughs> what did they say? I don't remember exactly, but it's something like you can't just call people a slur. <laughs> and they responded with like, "Dick Van Dyke is his name." That's literally his name. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So yeah, that is that's the movie that we're doing this month. But this is very exciting. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. It's got a lot of really good songs in it. It does. I did look it up. It is very long. Yeah. Just a like lot happens. Two I mean, hours and 15 minutes long. We'll talk about it. It's definitely going to be those one of those movies where I'm like, oh, I forgot that happened. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. All right. Anyway. We'll do that later. That's right yeah. now. We're getting the fuck out of here. Coming. We are leaving. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to talk to us for whatever reason, you can find us on Instagram, Replay Rewind Podcast, or Gmail at Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. There is a poorly curated tumblr <laughs> replay rewind podcast <laughs> on over on tumblr if you want to go you know you can still message me there and you can listen to all our other episodes on stitcher spotify google or apple podcasts or any other platform i don't know we're probably on there yeah go check it out who knows we're also on patreon if you would like to throw some dollars at us you you can get bonus episodes where we talk about uh, more adult movies, which sounds graphic, but it's not. Just they're, movies not geared towards children. Does anybody know a better way of phrasing that? <laughs> it's like they're movies, movies for adults. Kids movies, adult movies. Right. Not uh, like adult films. You know? Anyway. I mean, maybe one day, just as a treat. <laughs> we'll do. Can you imagine? <laughs> just no warning to everyone. <laughs> okay, but it has to be a porn parody of one of the movies that we've already done. Oh my god, that would be so funny. Okay, it really would. Anyway, <laughs> maybe so. We'll we'll create a whole new Patreon tier and you have to give us like $100 a month and then we'll <laughs> talk about, yeah, yeah. porn parodies. <laughs> okay, that would be really funny. Anyway, 
Join us on Patreon. We got some cool shit for you to listen to. You can also go to our coffee page, which is ko-fi if you want individual episodes. Just want to hear what we have to say about Anaconda, but don't care what we have to say about Jurassic Park. I get it. You know, so just go buy the Anaconda episode, buy some stickers, buy some other little merchy guys we got over there. And uh, yeah, that's where we are everywhere on the internet. Anywhere that you look, we'll be there. Absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bag. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind. Don't go back in time. It's bad back there. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.